Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Chicago Cubs are going to come back all the way down from 3-0. Uh-huh. Now 3-1. Yep. And go to the World Series. Who? Dave Roberts had it coming. I'm telling you. He had it coming. They're going to do it. Dave Roberts is all your fault. Now, I didn't have the stones to do it yesterday. I yeah. wanted to do it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the, I did not have the uh, Cajones. But you got them today. Right. Okay. Uh, but I got them today because last night I saw what I needed to see. What was that? That rallying moment. That moment in the game that, that would uh, get everybody together and fire them up. When Joe Madden got tossed? Yes. Ah! When he got tossed. Mm-hmm. And it was a bizarre situation. Yes, it was. In the eighth inning, Curtis Granderson's up. You've got the tying run on base because Yasiel Puig walked before Granderson. And Wade Davis strikes out Curtis Granderson. Yes, he did, like Curtis Granderson is want to do. <laughs> strikes him out. Yep. But Curtis Granderson says, no. no. I didn't strike out, guys. Hold on, homie. You got to listen to me because I'm Curtis Granderson. Yeah. Everybody likes me. It's better day. He is a very likable guy. He Very. And he never never ever argues. Right. So the umpire's yeah. like, you know what? Granderson. Yeah, he's one of the good ones. And and you cannot review a foul tip. So if no. people are yelling about the review, you're so not So it's, li- it's a good time to lie. <laughs> it is a very right. good time they to lie. You can't check it. So he says, I, I tipped this baseball. So mm-hmm. all the umpires get together, a little yeah. powwow. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You guys and, congregate. And I'm sure that they factored in the uh, reputation of yeah. Curtis Granderson in this. A CG, dude. And come on. They, they changed the call. Listen, who, who was behind the plate? I don't know who was behind the plate. But anyway, listen. Jim Wolf was Jim behind. Jim Wolf, Wolf. Wolfie, come here, dog. <laughs> Wolfie. You know, that, that CG, dog, he never lied. There's a ton in the community. Come on, let's give him this one. You know he can't hit anyway. Come on. <laughs> let's just give him another shot. You give him another shot. So they you know, changed you, the call. You know, Woofy, that uh, Joe Madden's going to holler at you about this one. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and Joe Madden is is not one of these guys with a reputation of getting tossed in games. No. Uh, but he said that he was, he was going to get tossed. He was absolutely getting tossed last night. And this is what he said about his ejection. And uh, listen to the end of this quote, too, because it's very funny. It was not a good explanation. I mean, listen, I'm, listen, I'm all about the umpires, first of all. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bang on umpires. I, and I love a lot of guys on this crew. I've known them for a long time. But that can't happen. Yeah. That, the process was horrible uh, to have that change. And if Granderson hits the next pitch out, you know, I might come running out of the clubhouse you know, my jock strap. I mean, Whoa. that was, like, really that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on, S.A. Uh, Listen. <laughs> no dry humping and no running out of the clubhouse in your jock. Uh, d- Who wants to see that? Joe Madden, if he was my manager, I'd love him to death because he's not. He irritates me sometimes, but that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> Just the visual of him running out of the clubhouse. I don't want to visualize it. In a jock strap if Granderson ends up hitting a home run. Uh, of course, he doesn't. He ends up striking out after that uh, legitimately, even though he already had. And how about Jim Wolf coming out after the game saying he blew the call? Yeah, we messed it up. They blew the call. And and thank goodness that that, that did not result in a Curtis Granderson 
uh, game go-ahead home run in that situation because, boy, would that have been just horrible. And Madden's right. It's just not a good enough explanation. No, terrible. I mean, at that situation, if you call it that way and there's no review, and just because the guy says it happened and you get together, I mean, what would what is the process there? What is even the protocol to overturn that call? You just trust the batter? And then apparently they were saying, well, it was a sound. Well, a couple of people heard it and didn't see it. Hmm. Did you hear something? I think I heard something. Did you? I thought I heard something. Yeah, so. Yeah. Right- anyway, he did what he always does. Strikeout. Strikeout. Twice yeah. in the same. He just delayed that. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, the right team won last night, and that's a good thing. And, and now you're saying they're going to come all the way yep. back like the 2004 Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I, and here are the reasons why. Okay. One, I think that first you need a catalyst moment, and that's what happened in that 2004 series. Mm-hmm. You got it. Game three was a blowout. It was disgusting. Yep. Game four, the Robert stolen base, as you alluded to. So Hate him. You got you got that that moment that that thing. This is that thing. and they kept having moments after that, right? So you have that, and also you've got the Cubs, who they're a championship club. Now the Red yeah. Sox weren't no, then, of no. course, but they're a championship club, and they've just got that thing going on. They came back from three one in the World Series last year. They have a history of coming back, so in big moments they could do that. And the Dodgers is there not a more hot and cold team? In baseball, then the Dodgers. They're either winning all the games or they're losing all the games. Mm-hmm. So the conditions are ripe for the second time in the history of the baseball postseason for this to happen. And you forgot something else. How about Dave Roberts' comments that he didn't think what he and the Red Sox were able to accomplish in 04 could happen again? Right. Why would you say that? Yeah, well. He said he didn't think it happened. Mm, that was the only time it's happened. Mm, ALCS history, right. down 0-3. You come all the way back and win the series. I don't think it can happen in today's game. Really? Yeah. Don't say that. You can think it, it's but a different don't Cubs. voice it. It's a different Cubs, man. Yeah. The tide has turned. Mm, we'll see how long that lasts. Go, Cubs, go. <laughs> go, Cubs, go. Mm. I'm telling you. Even though Dodgers-Yankees would probably be the most interesting World Series. Oh, Cubs-Yankees would be interesting. Cubs-Yankees would be interesting, too. But be great. We just saw that, though, you know? Mm. What do you mean we just saw that? We just saw them last year. Oh, but still. Yeah. The Yankees at Wrigley Field, though, was a cool thing. I I'm like gonna tell that. you again. You can jam this in the club, man. I'm telling you. Are you with me on this? Are you joining? Are you with me that they can rock this in the club? Are you coming with me? No. Uh, all right. No, I'm not coming right, with you. Well, let's no. into that then. No, Jerry Maguire. Jeez. I'm not coming with you. I thought we had a partnership not yet. here. I thought that was. No. Partially was... because of what Dave Roberts said. I can't uh, believe he said that. It will not happen again. It can't happen again today. Really? Ooh. Wasn't supposed to happen back then either. Hey, Dave. But it's it did. It's happening. Here it comes. There you go. We're with the bark on it. It's happening. <laughs> Hashtag it's happening. It's happening. What's also happening is the Astros are about to be out because oh, of three straight losses that. at Yankee Stadium. Oh. Now, I think there'll be a game seven in this series. Oh. I No, I do think there'll be a game seven. I think Verlander's going to come out. He's going to pitch great. Mm-hmm. I really do think that. We owe him two. He will save the Astros season for a day. And then I like the Yankees in Game 7 in the series. But 
Uh, this was the game that the Astros were supposed to. They were supposed to take back the series. They were they were sending out Dallas Keuchel, mm-hmm. who has been the thorn in the side of the Yankees. Uh, they every time you hear Keuchel, you see his beard. If you're a Yankee fan, you're thinking this is not going to be a good night. And they adjusted and they broke through. And I don't think that Keuchel was bad last night. I think that the Yankees finally came up with a plan where they weren't going to swing at his bullcrap because. That's the thing about Dallas Keuchel. It's very easier said than done. And Greg Bird said it after the game. He was with Verducci or somebody where he said, you got to keep him on the plate. And that was his approach early on. And the first run that broke through, you had Castro and then Bird. And that was really the moment for the Yankees to say, we can hit this guy. We can do this. Well, you can't expand the strike zone. And in the first couple of strikeouts, you had guys do that because he looked the same. He had three straight, four straight strikeouts, and then Castro was able to get to him. And, of course, Bird brought him brought him home. And then the other guys got involved a little later. But you can't help him out. And you heard Steve Phillips say it yesterday, and you've heard people say it throughout time when you got a pitcher that – Starts at that level, he starts low, and he wants to go even lower. And he starts wide, he wants to go even wider. Uh, you know, if it's low, let it go. And what it reminded me of was Kurt Schilling. That's yeah. usually what you would say. That was the approach when you were facing him back in the day during his heyday. If it starts low, you have to let it go. And and uh, and ultimately, uh, you're going to have a pitcher like that try to get the the, the uh, strikes on wider and wider, but you can't assist in his efforts to do that. Then an umpire, there were a couple calls there where you got the outside strike. It, it was off the plate somewhat, but you don't help the opposing pitcher do that. And, and they finally got to him, and I thought they were definitely due. If any team was due, it was the Yankees versus Keiko. 214 batters, uh, and no home runs, nothing really to speak of. I think the ERA was about one versus him in all those games. I think it, he's, he faced them nine times. Uh, so uh, he, he kicked the Yankees' butt, and they finally got to revenge. Yeah, that was a huge story last night getting to Keuchel, but I think even a bigger story is this Astros offense that has been completely shut down yes. by Yankees pitching. I mean, completely shut down. I mean, this was a team that would beat you up from top to bottom in that lineup. Relentless. I mean, you saw what they were in that Red Sox series. They'd jump on yeah. top of you, and they wouldn't get off. And they yep. haven't done any of that in this series. And you see the frustration now, too. Jose Altuve in a couple of at-bats, as soon as he knows that he's made an out, pops the ball up, you know, routine fly ball. You see him frustrated throwing the bat in his last at-bat of the game, swings at the first pitch, still another out there. You just see the frustration now, and the offense is pressing. And I, I know that... In a day and age of of so many statistics, and a lot of them are valid. I'm not one of these guys that dismisses the statistics and the analytics in baseball. But one thing I don't think that you can really put a number on is the the hitting is contagious cliche. And I really do believe that. With a full offense, guys start to press, grounding their bats into sawdust. And that's what we're seeing right now with the Astros. And I tell you, if the Yankees break through against Verlander, Tomorrow night, with three straight victories, and they score first, you're going to see that offense go in a tank again. And I, I really do believe that because you could see it last night when Keuchel got a run against him, where the Astros are thinking, "Well, we're we're good. We're not. We don't have to worry. We, maybe we score one run and we win." And you see the Yankees break through early in the game, 
I mean, that was, and then Tanaka was just amazing. I mean, the guy was. He was outstanding. He's yeah. been outstanding his last six, seven starts. Uh, and I recall watching Tanaka versus the Astros back in May, I believe it was, and they just shelled him. Uh, he couldn't do anything right. I think I coined the phrase. They, I, I didn't coin a phrase, but I said they should spell his name differently. And you got on me. You remember that? Instead of Tanaka, it should be T A K N O C K A Tanaka. Oh, you don't no. recall that? I do remember yeah. that. That was a really bad joke. Yeah, we were getting the oh. t-shirts pressed, man. We were getting them, getting them made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tanaka, oh, oh. they knocked him around. That was great. What are you talking about? Brutal that joke. Was outstanding. That oh. was so creative. But it, anyway, since then, <laughs> yes, uh, since I, I, I said that, and and not even since then, but uh, definitely. You know, August through September, he he's been outstanding, and and once again, uh, he he pitched lights out. You saw it in, in Game Three at Yankee Stadium versus Cleveland, staving off elimination from the ALDS uh, last night, or, or Game uh, Two, or Game One of, of the series. Uh, he was he was he was nails. Of course, the Yankees lost two one, and and again last night, uh, he has just been funky. <laughs> he's got everyone confused. He's pitching in reverse. You you think you got a two zero count? You think here comes a fastball right down the middle? No, he goes off speed, uh, and then he sneaks that ninety five mile an hour fastball by you. And how about this? And and most people forget about this. This dude has a problem with his elbow. Remember a couple of years ago, he yeah. had a torn ligament in his elbow. He decided I'm not going to have surgery, and. He's still pitching like this. He never had that problem corrected. He had rest. I think he went on the 60, 90-day DL. Uh, and, and then he just decided, I'm going to pitch with it. And he's been pitching with it ever since. And and, and just incredible last night. And, and now Severino will take the bump. And, and, and so ironic, here's the guy that started – this playoff run by By imploding, uh, you know, didn't even get through the first inning, uh, then came back and pitched well after that, uh, and and he left game two uh, early. Girardi thought he had an injury. Uh, So now he's on the bump and and has an opportunity now to send the Yankees to the World Series. I mean, what a story that could be. You are turning into a little bit of a New Yorker. Why is that? You just said Girardi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Watch no, out, I man. Did. did I really? Oh, yes, you did. No. Oh, you know me. As Gerardi. You, as you've said many times before, <laughs> uh, nothing gets by me. I heard that. that is I, true. I picked up is, on that. Boy, I feel for your kids. <laughs> oh, they're going to have to call Uncle BJ. Yeah. Nothing, what, what is wrong with him, Uncle BJ? I don't know. Hey, trust me. I try to figure it out. But yeah. Good luck. Well, <laughs> I won't hold them to as high of a standard as I hold you. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'll let them be. Did I say Gerard? How did, how did I say it? Gerardi. Gerardi. Yeah. Oh, oh well, whatever. <laughs> Gerardi and, and the Yankees, uh, a great position to be in. And here's the deal about the, the batters, uh, that lineup for the Astros. Now, they're going to have an extra little adrenaline flowing through because you're back home. That place will be jumping. But you're right, the first sign. We talk about this in football all the time. The, first, the team that's reeling, the first little hint or the first little instance of something not going their way, you know, how do they react to that? And they're still a relatively young uh, baseball team. Their leaders, Correa and Altuve, those are young cats. Now you got the veteran Verlander going, and, and he's been in this position before. Uh, but the first little hint of of, of something not going in, in, in their favor, you know, how do they react? And, yes, you saw some frustration being showcased last night, but I think it's more about the pitching. And hopefully, hopefully Severino, if you're a Yankees fan, can provide more frustration. 
Yeah, I don't think the Astros are done. I mean, it feels no. like it, but I don't think that they are because you, you've got Verlander at home, and this team I don't think goes away that easily, but I do like the Yankees in seven in this series. I think that the story of CC Sabathia going out and uh, winning another uh, game five, game seven scenario now in a best of seven, it just it just feels right. It just his team doesn't seem like they're done yet, you know? And, and I know that that could change so quickly on Friday night, but – but it's they've they've been amazing to watch. They really have. All right, if you got some baseball calls, the lines are open. Do you believe, like I do, that the Cubs are going to come all the way back from that three zero deficit? One win in the back pocket, three more to go. Eight five five two one two four CBS. And are the Astros done? Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Plenty more. A bogus update. Mikey B's debut as an NBA analyst yesterday did not go so well with one of his predictions. We've got a lot on tap here. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Mikey B is being true Mikey B where you see both sides of him, where he's got the the genius capabilities where he wins our first FanDuel League last night that we do Mm. uh, NBA on Wednesdays. Really put together an amazing lineup and beat a bunch of really good players. So you have that side. And then you have the side on Twitter where he does a good thing, tries to do a good thing by tweeting out a quote of mine, hmm. and it comes out sort of like Tratus, uh of our listener fame and caller fame. Uh, he says, I said that the Cubs were going to come back in this series, right? Go to the World, <laughs> go to the world Series. <laughs> so he quotes me and says, yes, the Chicago quoted. Cubs will go come back and go to the World Series. <laughs> Appreciate all y'all do. <laughs> we'll go, come back, and go. I hope I didn't say that. I hope I said I a little re- better than that. I don't recall you saying that. Okay. Yeah. We'll go come back and, and go, go. To, to the World Series. What the hell is that They mean? will go come back and go to the World Series, damn it. Uh-oh. Someone's but, not laughing. Well, but, I mean, yesterday I'm a jerk when I say, you know, he's not good in person or good on the phone. I'm I'm this heathen. Even Pete's mad at me for it. And then he goes and types that. There's something going on with Andrew I can't figure out the last couple of It's days. you! <laughs> no, no, it's deeper than that because he's complaining about everybody behind their back. Something's weird. That was in that's, front of you! What no, you true. No, I'm just saying and in general, there's, some, there's something going on oh. with him. I don't know if it's at home. Tell, tell, me, weird. tell me what I'm complaining about. Go ahead. No, it's, I'll a lot of and listen. Ang- I can't see your face. I'll hang up and listen. papers in front of my face. <laughs> there's just something. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of anger coming Well, if from you're going to go way. that far, you should go continue yeah. with it. You Come cannot on. the tip of the iceberg and then an back away. You got to give an example. Well, like on Friday's show when he wanted me to die in a plane crash. That was a little odd. I was being Brian. I was impersonating Brian, who might have suggested you die in a plane crash. I would crash. never do that. Hit by a bus, yes. I actually thought that was a little much. I yeah. mean, that that was bizarre, I thought. Like, yeah. what happens if something happened on the flight? Then pseudo-Brian would have been... <laughs> no, 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 don't put that on me, because there are a lot of other passengers I might care about on that flight. That's why I said hit by a bus. Right, and that's why I said... That's different. But that, was, you, that was on the air. That was an right. on-the-air yeah. thing a bit. You said behind someone's back. Right. You said that he's very angry, mm, complaining about everybody. Embellishing. So, yeah. Right, so, mm-hmm. what is, so what's going on? It's just a sense I'm getting. Oh, Out it's of a sense now. I don't yeah. know. Yesterday, he seemed angry. There's an edge with Bogish. It's edgy Bogish. I think it's the Yankees winning. I mean, and that is absolutely having me in a bad mood, but I still disagree strongly with your take. Why that does I've that been... have you in a bad mood, dude? Oh, because the Yankees are horrible. <laughs> Their fans eat peppers. 
<laughs> in one I was team. an Astros fan. They're ruining Cleveland and Houston as cities. I mean, it just standard Borgus. What's to like about them? Seriously. Yeah. I, I don't want to let this go here. I mean, that was a strong claim. Yeah, and then nothing. By Mikey B, and he won't do it. Listen, if it's anybody, if it's Pete, if it's me, if it's Brian, we can all take it. So let's let's hear it now. Who is he complaining about behind their backs? Let's hear it. If you're going to make that claim, well, I lied. There's nothing. Okay, Glad Andrew Burgess. See, no, he's he's not lying. See, he's he's true. He is prote- lying. Well, he's, he's pro- probably trying not to be a snitch. And he's protect, but he already did. Though. And I'm That's okay with it. I'm saying, go ahead. He, he went down the snitch road, mm-hmm. and he only halfway turned. No, around. no, I made it up. You, I lied. You go, lied. you come back, and you go. Come on, mm-hmm. put me on blast. He's protecting somebody. Say, you don't yo. need to protect anybody. You don't need to. It's we okay. don't protect people here. It's he, all right. He'd why be the protecting you here. It's a, why you yeah right exactly why are you protecting bogus or the feelings of anybody else everybody can take it come on let's hear it he didn't say anything behind anybody's back but Andrew's been getting on my nerves I'm oh, not gonna are. lie he has been for what then you gave an example you lied about of right. why he was getting on your nerves Fr- why Friday, is- Friday what he said on the air did irritate me you and weren't we- here how do you know what he said because he listened and I we listened talked back. about it and I apologized oh you did oh see so he apologized so so why, why are you bringing why, it up why are you still upset. I don't know. I'm then yesterday. Maybe, maybe you're the problem, huh? <laughs> maybe you're the guy that's What are you too doing upset. here in this building? <laughs> Ever think about that? I'll, that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, you know how insecure I am? Of course I think yeah. about that. Well, you've gotten better though, I think. I actually thought that, that to myself the other day that you're mentally in a better place than I think you have been. Well, I've been um to be honest, I've been watching a lot of Better Man videos. <laughs> Good. And they've helped me. Good for you. Uh, well, they haven't helped you with your NBA predictions early on in the season because yesterday, Mikey B wanted to try out as an NBA analyst because he couldn't get a guest and he decided he wanted to quit because he couldn't get an NBA guest, doesn't want to be a producer any longer. So he said, you know, what do you think about auditioning? as me being the NBA expert. Maybe I can put that on a reel and get a job somewhere. So one of the questions we asked him while he was doing this audition as an NBA analyst was, you know, give me a team in each conference that <laughs> could surprise one way or the other. So this was his answer about the Western Conference. Not a team that's going to make the playoffs quite yet, but I think Phoenix is actually building something for the future. I love Devin Booker. The kid's like 14 years old. He's already scoring 70 points per game in the or in one game in the NBA. I think Phoenix is building something with Josh Jackson, uh, and I, I believe they'll be a team that doesn't quite make the playoffs, but you won't want to see them at the end of the Give year. Me, they'll be past- okay. So uh, the Phoenix Suns last night. Yeah. Well, they broke a record. Mm-hmm. Uh, an ineptitude record, mm. as they got blown out worse than any team in the history of the NBA. At the hands on, of Portland, right? On yeah. <laughs> opening night. Yeah. Uh, 124 to 76. A 48-point loss. So mm. Josh Jackson couldn't do much. <laughs> Was that Jackson or Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I do have a slight lisp. <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. It only okay. comes out in the most important moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what wasn't a good start to the season, no. but luckily we put down. Very early. Yeah. Very early. But 81 to go, right? See, unfortunately. Yeah. It only yeah. counts as one loss, Mike. When yeah. they win their next 81 games, yeah. you'll clearly be the genius that you are. <laughs> Which and you didn't say they won't go to the playoffs, but Which, you said, right. I think you said this will be a team you will want to see. Or, 
At the end of the season? You don't want to see. Oh, you don't want to see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it could change, but boy, was that hilarious. I like the Suns. 48-point loss. All right, you guys okay now? Can we move on from this? Can y'all hug it out or something? It's not my question to answer. There's awkwardness. I mean, do you have an issue with Mike right now, Andrew? He gets frustrated with me. Well, I mean, we all get frustrated with one another. Yeah, but we see each other every day, and we don't yeah. like each other all that much. Josh so. Jackson, that's, that's true. I mean, I've also barely seen you guys off the air because I've been sitting in a, my own studio the last couple of days. I was out sick recently, I, so I don't even. That's part of why I didn't understand where Mike was coming from. Because in the past, he has had reasons to be mad at me, and I can't recall any this time around. Yeah. Uh, so the back, you know, the backstabbing, whispering, complaining behind people's back, I haven't had a chance to because I haven't even seen him. And let's get real about that. That is everybody in yeah. this business. That is everybody. You have to assume that every person that you work with is saying something horrible about you behind your back. Because that's just the way this business is. I've learned that when I was a producer. I learned it in Pittsburgh. I learned it on the air. It gets worse when you're on the air. Mm-hmm. Trust really? me. Oh, yeah, That's of course. what's going on around here? All the time. Every, any radio station you go to, that is happening. It's hmm. happening with everybody. Even if you like the person, don't like the person, it's just the way it is. It's just oh, a bad culture. A high school again. It's a, CBS. It's a bad culture because everybody wants to be doing more than they're doing, and they hate everybody that is doing more than they're doing, and it's hmm. it's just a frustrating environment, and this is how it sort of manifests itself. So so there you go. So Bogus, if he is doing that, <laughs> he's one of a million who is doing that. CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Thank you, JB. All right, he is now here with an update. Well, again, uh, they don't have to win four straight games to complete this comeback from an 0-2 hole, but that's exactly what the Yankees are doing. Pitch swung on. There it goes deep left. It is high. It is far. There it is gone. He is the San Chino. Oh, there. That's part of the power report. Gary Sanchez hits his third playoff home run. And the Yankees take a 5 nothing lead. That's when you know. Gary is scary. That's when you know sponsorships have gotten too <laughs> overbearing in a broadcast that when they work themselves <laughs> into a highlight yeah. like that, the power report is <laughs> in. I mean, come on. Yep. Well, well, it's money. Sell, sell, sell. That's what you got to do. You can't, you can't fault him for that. I guess uh, that, of course, is John Sterling on WFAN Radio. Gary Sanchez also had an RBI single as the Yankees beat the Astros for the third straight night in the Bronx. This time, five nothing. Four of those runs charged to Dallas Keuchel, who shut out the Yanks over seven back in Game One of this series. The ALCS returns to Houston now. Game Six tomorrow night with Justin Verlander and Luis Severino on the mound. Clayton Kershaw and Jose Quintana will pitch Game Five at Wrigley tonight because the Cubs avoided an LCS sweep three-two. Javi Baez homered twice. Jake Arrieta worked into the seventh. The uh, Madden, Joe Madden, by the way, ejected for the second time in this series in the eighth for going nuts. Their arms overturned themselves and decided Curtis Graderson and foul tipped the ball. He did not. He should have struck out, which he did on the next pitch. First pitch tonight is 8.08 Eastern. He is at it again right away in game one. Giannis driving down the lane. Giannis spins in. Della Vadova fires a three. Bingo for Delhi. For Delhi. <laughs> Davis on Bucks Radio. Matthew Della Vadova's three with 45 seconds left in Boston helping Milwaukee win its season opener 108-100. The Celtics are now 0-2. Gordon Hayward had surgery last night for his broken leg and dislocated ankle. Agent Mark Bartlestein does not think Hayward 
will play again this season. The Wizards outscored the Sixers 120-115. The Spurs 107. The T-Wolves 99. The Rockets are 2-2 two for two after a 105-100 win in Sacramento. And that Blazers 124-76 win in Phoenix. Not only the biggest season-opening loss in NBA history, it's the worst loss period ever for the Suns. And this is their 50th NBA campaign. The Chiefs and Raiders kick off Week 7 in the NFL in Oakland on Thursday Night Football, 8 Eastern on CBS, the Raiders have lost four straight this season, five straight meetings with KC. And the Toronto Maple Leafs in NHL best 6-1 and one after a 6-3 defeat of the Red Wings. Boys? You know, the deficit was 58 at one point in that Suns game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not then, ready for uh, the, the, the regular season, are they? 58 points? Josh Jackson. I've, I've hmm. never seen a team down 60. In an NBA game, right. have you ever seen a team? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that. There was a Knicks Pistons game like in a decade ago. Yeah, that I remember. The Knicks just it was during the Isaiah Thomas era. Okay. That was that was in the vicinity of the one of the worst losses ever. <laughs> I can't remember the exact number there, but I remember being on the air the next morning and calling it an abomination and they yeah. should be relegated. <laughs> right, but uh, mm. the, yeah, the Cavs lost to the Heat. Uh, by 68 in 1991. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, the Portland bench had 61 points last night. The Suns scored 76 <laughs> as a team. Wow. It's pretty bad. Oh, and CJ McCollum didn't play. <laughs> no way. He's not that yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. He's, yeah, he's, he gets a little more hype than he deserves. I would agree with that. So remember yesterday when we were saying that uh, you may say something inappropriate on your interview with or during your interview with fresh fm upstairs well boy were we right about that because the interview didn't even air because it was too risque (laughs) (laughs) so we wanted to get the audio of this and listen back see if there was anything funny in there we could play on our show Mm -hmm. mikey b requests the audio from fresh fm upstairs which is a music station i want to talk to brian about the yankees yesterday and they said we can't release this audio. I mean, this is like good that, for them. This is like that. Unlike you guys, they protect me. Thank that you. Jerry Lewis Fresh. movie where he was the clown, <laughs> like that nobody <laughs> wanted to. You know that one where you can't release it because it, it was too offensive. So, good oh. for Fresh. We love you. They will not release it because thank they you. said our boss will thank you. I mean, they didn't even air it. It was a total waste of your Good time. For them. <laughs> I had a blast. It didn't even go on the air. I had a blast. Too risque. Boss didn't approve it. They can't play it. And what in the hell did you say on that? Oh, there? man, it was a fun time. Grand old time. Now, it was taped, obviously, not live like yeah. this show. Yeah. Right. It was outstanding. Just got a lot off my chest. Wow. Jeffrey. Karen, thank you. Taryn, Anthony, you too. Yeah, they, they said, and the person that Mikey B talked to this morning said it was everybody was very uncomfortable around here because mm-hmm. Brian was talking about having sex with the sister of one of the hosts. Why? It was just. We were at UT together. You... Jeffrey and I have a, there's a lot of symmetry between us. He's from Texas. I'm from Texas. Been up here in New York 14 years working. He's been here 14 years. We're both lefties. And his sister was a twirler at the University of Texas when I was there. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. We did some twirling. You did. Yeah, so I've come full circle. Yeah. So you you had relations with this man. I may sister. or may not have. Yeah. How about his mm-hmm. mom? And his mom was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Wait a second. You did not. I'm not gonna tell you what I did with her. You better sex. You can't tell you. This is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. This 
It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. How about that? Man brain. Woman brain. I'm in the family. I can't believe. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to cure racism. Only, One white woman at a time. Only you can go upstairs, meet a guy for the first time, and find out that you have had sexual relations with two of that person's family members. I may or may not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with May, knowing you. I mean, that if that isn't the most quintessential Brian Jones anecdote, I don't know what is. Oh, you're Sex. from us. Who's your mom? Oh, really? (laughs) And who's your sister? Oh, really? (laughs) May or may not. That's my story to stick it to. Oh, my goodness. Mikey B was up there for a little while. It wasn't that risque, was it? Well, I mean, the things you were saying, yeah. Well, the the things they were saying, that's the type of show they have. Well, I... Apparently, you led them down a road they usually I don't go. I led them. They yeah. started. I'm listening yeah. to them. I was like, damn, I can say that on this show? You're the Pied Piper of smut. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> they influenced me. That's the audio I wanted access to. <laughs> that is unbelievable that it went that way. They're Small like, world. That's they, all I can say. They've got it under lock and key there, too. <laughs> You're not allowed to have this audio. Sex. No. All right. Small world, Geo. Mm. That's up. why you don't burn bridges. You never know when you're going <laughs> to run into somebody again. Sure. Or their brother. Yeah. Well, uh, coming up next, just a weird situation with Jeremy Lin last <laughs> night. Uh, you kind of feel for the guy. It's a uh, weird video. Not as bad as Gordon Hayward, but definitely bad. We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Only an eight-game suspension for Bobby Portis punching out his teammate, Nikola Miritich, who will be out four to six weeks, which is surprising because he had to have his face reconstructed. So you would think it would be a little bit longer than a month. Um, But that's good news for him. But eight games? I mean, unless Miritich said something that was just so unbelievably offensive. Well, apparently this has been going on for a while. They came uh, to the Bulls at the same time, 2015 uh, 2016 season, so they've been together for a couple years, and this has been brewing since then, and they have never gotten to the bottom of it, and, and, and it surfaced again during training camp. At some point, don't you try to work this out? And if management is aware of this, pull each one aside individually, talk to them, and then hopefully you have both of them get together with management and say, hey, this needs to cease right now. You need to get to the bottom of this, or, or hey, we'll pull on some boxing gloves and then work it out that way. But for it to come to this, where you have two players you're counting on, and 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 one's out in the hospital or sideline for you know four to six weeks, and the other one's suspended, I don't think the suspension was enough. No, I I, I totally agree. Now I'm not there, and I'm not hearing each side of the story. And maybe if I did, I would say, all right, I get it now. Like Miritich had it coming. It was you know he kept he said this, he did yeah. that. And this just had to happen in Bobby Portis' eight games. is That's okay. But it just seems to me when you're knocking out a teammate in that manner and you're, and you're hurting him like that, uh, that, I mean, 20 games sounded right to me, not, not eight games. And the Chicago Bulls management, you, and you bring that up in this, it, it cannot be ignored, the ineptitude with them. 
And think about where they were with Tom Thibodeau, Jimmy Butler, that team where competing in the Eastern Conference and being a team that you could count on to be there at the end to now shuffling him out of town. Hoiberg comes in. Now Wade's no longer there. They trade Jimmy Butler away, which was just totally asinine in my opinion because his contract was actually a pretty team-friendly contract for a superstar, a two-way superstar. And now they got this happening. And when you hear that it was brewing for that amount of time, it's the first thing I thought of. There's not a leader either on that team or in management or the coach that sat these idiots down and told them, hey, before this gets out of control and one of you goes to the hospital, (laughs) can we talk it out a little bit? Well, apparently that's been the issue, a lack of communication. What we have here is failure to communicate. Right. So you get what you had there at the training camp Mm -hmm. or there at their facility. Someone gets knocked out. Right. And and so Hoiberg needs to communicate. And apparently uh, the players, not just Bobby Portis, but a lot of players were upset during the offseason. They're working out at the facility. Miritich is not because he's not signed yet. And he finally gets signed, and automatically he's handed a starting position. And and Portis and others <laughs> were upset about that. But you, you can't knock the guy out unless he was acting like a you know jackass. Right. Apparently he was. Uh, but the, the management, once again, has to get in front of all this. They understand this is brewing. So why not sit both guys down and say something if you, you, you know this is happening? John Paxson, I mentioned that, that Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan used to go at it in practice, and choking each other. At least Jordan was choking him. And, and so John Paxson has seen this before, but they went on to win championships, and they left it there in that facility, and no one was sent to the hospital. But that's going to happen. You're going to have altercations at time. But for them to rise to this level, that's just unacceptable. And management, uh, Hoiberg, they are all – at fault, along with Bobby Portis, uh, ultimately is him. He, he's the one that threw the punch, and there was one punch thrown, and it connected, as they said. But they should have known this was coming, and they did nothing about it. This gives me an idea because clearly there's something serious brewing between Mikey B and Bogus. So uh, if it's a lack of communication here, maybe in a half hour what we'll do is we'll have a communication session between the two before it gets ugly. And Bogus punches Mikey B right into the hospital. Oh, or the no other way. way around. No nah, way. Nah. Just you're, use the bat, man. You're, Just use the bat, man. You're, you're too you're too nice to to throw a punch. Bogus is Bogus got a little he's got a little dog in him, Bogus. You think? Yeah, a little bit. It's really deep. He knows down. how to bark. I know that. Really deep down. He but he's definitely, you know. Yeah, you're he's right. Definitely got it in there. Mike, I'm not so who, sure. Who would you yeah. take? You would take Bogus over Yeah, Mike I would take Bogus. I would take Bogus over Mike. I mean, I'm Mike, not so I, sure. Mike, I've seen in a situation where he could have retaliated and did not, so he showed restraint there. But if this was an an organized fight, I think I I could take Bogus. I still don't know if you've got. I mean, it's you're definitely stronger than he is. I just don't know. He's scrappy, that Bogus. You know, he grew up in Queens, not the suburbs of New Jersey. Yeah, that's true. In, in uh, wow. blue ribbon schools. Well. <laughs> You know he what I'm saying? Great, uh, <laughs> he did have a great program at Tenafly. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> we, we can't help him, but uh, maybe we can help <laughs> Chicago. Uh, th- this is going to be dysfunctional all season long. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, no, you, you, you have players uh, that don't respect the coaching staff, and, and you know, these are grown men making millions and millions 
of dollars, and and they're going to ultimately win out, especially when you're talking about the NBA. And remember last year was it uh, Rondo that threw the towel in the assistant's face? Yeah, remember that? And then Jimmy Butler, so you, you just mentioned him yeah, waving off, waved off Hoiberg, yeah, and it's just so much insubordination in this Team's franchise. Teams a mess. Teams a mess. It is a total mess. And they got rid of a great coach. Uh, let's talk about Jeremy Lin. I teased it before, Ooh. so the. Brooklyn Nets open up with a loss to the Indiana Pacers, and in the fourth quarter of this game, Jeremy Lin, in in a play that, you know, every time I see a guy go up and then come down out of control, now all I can think of as I'm watching the NBA last night in between baseball is he's going to break his leg in half. But, you know, Jeremy Lin comes down, which mm. to me is not, it did not look bad. And I'm not saying he didn't hurt himself. But this didn't look bad. This looked no. routine to me. So as he's sitting there, he's looking down at his knee calmly. And then he turns and goes, I'm done. I'm done. Calmly. And then bursts into tears. Yeah. So he probably knows his body. The Nets put out some sort of statement saying that they were very concerned, but they don't have the results yet. It was one of the more bizarre reactions. We'll tweet out the video. I saw it this morning. At Gio and Jones on Twitter, Gio and Jones on Twitter, and you can watch this if you didn't see it last night. Yeah, that was he. He knew immediately, and he's trying to hold it together. And as you said, he looks and, and he he uh, uh, makes those comments, and then just boom. Uh, initially, he's in shock, and usually when you have a serious injury, that's what happens, and then it it hits you the realization that your season may be over, and, and the seriousness of the situation, and. and that's what occurred there. Yeah, that is that is rough to watch. Because you're right, it doesn't look like he did anything. Just went up, came down, and didn't see the knee buckle, really. But he has that padding, the knee pad on there and all that. So he felt it and, and immediately knew, uh-oh, this isn't good. Guy can't stay healthy. He's no. just one of those guys. It's the he, dreads, man. He cannot stay healthy. It's the dreads. Yeah. I, How I about mean, Kenya Martin getting on him about that? Really? Come on. The dreads. He's trying to be black. Come on. Shut up. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know, know if I have a comment about that one. I that just seems had one. Adam, I ridiculous. Uh, I know, but that was just dumb on Martin's part. Anyway, he apologized. Did he? Oh, good. Good to know. He apologized. Season over for the Nets, there, Mike. Ugh, that wasn't a good start. How'd Russell look? Good. Huh? He had thirty. Oh, damn. That is good. Coming up next, speaking of injuries, Andrew Lux won't go away. It's Gio and Jones coming right back on CBS Sports Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.